0: What's going on, guys? Grant Pushkar here, joined by my co-director, Victor Williams. Are you looking to bring more attention to your sports content? Over at Overtime Heroics, you can be a part of a growing sports community, such as podcasts like my own, Cleveland Surge, and my own, Philly Special Podcast. And if you're looking for a place to share your sports opinions, they also have an active forum for all sports topics. So if you want your sports content to be heard amongst other sports fans, go over to Overtime Heroics forward slash forums and make your first hot take today. What's going on everybody, and thank you for joining me on this episode of the Wyman Podcast. Whether you're listening on Anchor app, which I always record all my episodes on, um, available on Spotify, Google Play, Pocket Cast, um, even available on Breaker, Radio Public, uh, recently added to Apple Podcast, iTunes Podcast, whatever it's called, so that's good. Um, Out there, also available, all my episodes are also posted um, on the Overtime Heroics Website Talked about A little bit about them um, Last time And They post that They're really good I'd be under the Be under the um, NFL podcast Which most of my stuff is NFL They don't really have a WWE section Which is fine um, I do mostly WWE And NFL of course So I would be on the uh, OvertimeHeroics.com, And then podcast NFL podcast and I'll be up there if that's how you want to go through through um, finding me that'd be great as well Um, so just going through I had I had a uh, couple questions I posted a tweet just asking you know wrestling community who has some questions who has some hot takes Um, you know any wrestling promotion I'm really getting into New Japan lately I obviously follow WWE keeping up with the, the stuff AEW's been doing. Um not so much into TNA or um MLW, but I do know like the big names and the big guys and all that stuff. So I definitely um get into that as well. And a lot of good questions, a lot of good thoughts, a lot of good comments, um surely. And the first one was from at John underscore Harity, Michael John Harity, Go give him a follow on Twitter. He tweets me. When are we going to see the return of Bray Wyatt? Um, this is an interesting question because I don't know. Because it was reported that Bray Wyatt was supposed to be at that Raw um, last Monday night. Two days ago now in Los Angeles. Obviously didn't show up because it was kind of weird that he would have made his debut on Raw per se. Obviously we've seen him in the Firefly uh, Funhouse stuff, which has been great, which has been awesome, which is getting better and better each week. So I'm definitely um, into that, you know, keeping Bray relevant without having Bray actually come out and get physical with anybody or do anything really. Um, But the Firefly Funhouse stuff is really over. Everybody loves it. I really haven't heard anybody that doesn't like it. Um, I, for one, definitely love it. So. Um, I don't know they're kind of they're kind of you're seeing them kind of turn into the fiend more and more now So I think I think that signals him getting closer and closer to his return now, I would try to push it out to SummerSlam But I feel like with the ratings and the way the fan base is and the way everything's going I feel like they're gonna rush him back but I feel Like that the longer that they wait the more Firefly Funhouses they do every week just you know, keeps building keeps building they keep, as long as they're good, as long as the Firefly Funhouses are good, which I think they will be, they will keep Bray Wyatt interesting. They'll keep the fans intrigued about him. Um, I, I really don't want to see him come back as Stomping Grounds, which I guess would be a good headline for Stomping Grounds. It would get eyes on it. Um, I would love to see it more at a SummerSlam, or maybe the, the night after SummerSlam, which would be cool. So I don't know I, I just feel like To answer your question When are we going to see The Braywire return If I had if I had to answer I would say At Stomping Grounds Or Which is this Sunday Or uh, The Raw after Stomping Grounds With a big angle Something big's going to happen but Just because the way Especially the last one You really seen him Like turn into the Fiend More and more And kind of give into it And kind of uh, You know You've seen all the characters Come back out again This past week So it was almost kind of like a send off They were doing for Firefly Funhouse That's what it seemed like to me anyway I don't know what more they could really do with it I mean I'm sure Bray has tons of ideas To drag it out until SummerSlam Or even past SummerSlam if they wanted to But It just just seems like They're going to rush him back And um it sucks, but at the same time, it's good because we've still gotten we've still gotten these for about I want to say two 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 or three months now I think, so I mean he's gotten some good time with it with the Firefly Funhouse, which which is good you know they didn't rush him back in a month or whatever, so at least he got some decent time with it, but just coming back at a stomping ground is like, you know, kind of deflating. I mean, he comes back, he comes back, which. It depends where he comes back. You assume he's coming back with the universal title uh, picture, you know, in the in the title, the title storyline against Seth Rollins. Hopefully, um, but we'll see where he ends up coming back. Maybe he'll come back against Samoa Joe and Ricochet in the U.S. title match, or maybe he'll just come out and do something. Man, I don't know if they would put him as a special. You know, I just thought about they. They don't have a special referee for that Corbin and Seth match, but I don't think, I don't, I don't think they would waste Bray on that on that special referee match or that special referee spot. I don't know. I still have a feeling it's gonna be Brock for some reason. Uh, maybe Bray comes out. Maybe Brock is a. Okay, here we go. Here we, we're going down this path. So maybe Brock is a special referee. Um something happens, blah blah blah. You know, Baron and Seth beat the shit out of each other. Brock then cashes in, makes it a triple threat, beats the hell out of both of them. And then so now it's already cashed in, and then Bray comes out, gets involved, and then somehow, some way Seth retains so it doesn't it sets up Bray and Brock. For SummerSlam, which I think Brock, which I think would be great for Bray and Brock, the um, and it keeps the belt on Seth, it keeps Bray as the babyface because he costs Brock, who nobody wants to see as champion, and it got the briefcase off of Brock because he cashed it in. I don't really see a problem with it. I mean Baron Corbin gets asked out of it, but. He could always, Baron Corbin could actually get a rematch if he wanted to. Since it's setting up Bray and Brock, you could actually have Baron Corbin come out and say, you know, that was not a right referee for Brock Lesnar to do it. And then, you know, he made a triple threat match. And then Bray got to, you know, it was just a crazy, crazy night. But a one-on-one match turned into like almost a fatal four-way or a triple threat or whatever you want to call it. So they could definitely extend that out until SummerSlam. Which a lot of people wouldn't like But I personally like Baron Corbin I think he is a credible heel I think he could work in the ring Especially for a really big guy Like he is 6'8 or 6'10 However tall he is He could really move and work In my opinion um, So yeah I think Okay so I'm going to say Bray Wyatt returns to stomping grounds To interfere with Brock cashing in Setting up Bray and Brock at SummerSlam Which is a big angle for Bray coming back which I mean, you can't hate on it. So I don't think anybody could throw a flag now. Of course, Bray has to win. Which, knowing Bray, I don't know, I don't know if they're gonna do that, but I I think Bray has to win. Okay. Well, this comes from at R H R Gareth. He uh, quoted a tweet from Rest Hold Rumble at Rest Hold Ramble. Rest Hold Ramble at Rest Hold Ramble. It says, given this insane, great, and terrible month of wrestling we've had, which brand promotion has had the best month for you personally since AEW's debut show? Uh, 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 uh. My achy, breaky heart. Um. I have to say well the choices are in New Japan, WWE, AEW and NXT um I just have to say AEW just with I mean I, I don't know if it was in this whole month time frame but they had the huge success with the double or nothing pay per view they got the big signing with John Moxley they got a new TV deal gonna be on cable television on TNT um yeah, you know, everything seems to be going right for AEW right now, which is good. You know, good for them. I I think they've hit almost 100,000 pay-per-view buys if I read that report right. I don't know if it went up, but I think the last time I read it they were around 98,000 uh, for double or nothing. Obviously sold out MGM Grand Las Vegas, you know, Strip, you know, all that good stuff. Like I said the TV deal Signing a John Moxley. Big superstar they're going to have. Um, and they're going to utilize. A lot. So I think. I think in the past month. It's been AEW. Now New Japan has had a really good show. I watched the. Uh, Dominion. The, with the Jericho and Okada main event. And I also watched. Um, damn what was the other one. I can't remember the name of the other one. Where uh where Moxley beat Juice Robinson for the IWGP US belt. That was a hell of a show too. And Will Osprey oh best of uh best of super juniors. Will Osprey won the super junior tournament. He got the trophy. That was crazy. Uh man, that will Osprey could go. Holy shit, that Will Ospreay could go. Um but the past the past two cards I've watched, Dominion and the Best of the Super Juniors, have been really good for New Japan. So, but that's normal for New Japan, I think. Honestly, that's why I don't think a lot of people are talking about it. So I think if you're talking about um, best month since AEW's debut show, I would have to say AEW for right now, um, just because they're the hot topic, they're the new thing, they got like I said, everything seems to be going good for them. Everything's going in the right direction. And, uh, you yeah, know, good for them. I hope they I hope they keep it rolling. I hope they keep it rolling. Rolling, rolling. Uh, another question here tweeted at me directly at my head. It says uh, Anthony and Alex at AA talk stuff. That's at double A's AA talk stuff. I'll give them a follow. I know those guys talk a lot of wrestling, too. Uh, They do, like, movies and shit. They do sports. Yeah, those guys do everything. They're pretty good. I like them. Um, Tweeted me, what happens if Bret Hart stayed in WWF? Um, Well, Anthony and Alex, I think if Bret stayed, you would see um, some... Some delay in guys like Triple H. Guys like The Rock. Um, I don't think it would have delayed Stone Cold. Because I think Stone Cold and Bret. Stone Cold was already at that point. Especially when they had that. Their match at WrestleMania 13. I think Stone Cold was already. You know. Pretty much at the top. I mean he didn't explode until really. Obviously after Bret left. About you know 98, 99. So. But as for the other guys that kind of Exploded That kind of jumped on the scene after Brett left The uh, guys like the Triple H's And uh, the Rock's I think that would have been delayed a little bit I think they still would have been stars I don't think there was no denying uh, Triple H and and the Rock um, Would Sean have won away for the time that he did I don't know that either Um you know, it's it's just so much, yeah, I mean, the Montreal Screwjob, what if the Montreal Screwjob never happened, and Brett never left, I mean, it's so hard to tell what would happen, I mean, that was just so altering, it just altered the business, um, forever, I mean, you know, not only did he, did he leave, but he went to WCW, um, the whole Screwjob, putting the title on Sean, um, You know, I I watched one of the things about the Montreal Screwjob. I think it's that that new show on Vice, Dark Side of the Ring, or Dark, something Dark Side, yeah, I think Dark Side of the Ring. They talk about all the crazy stories, and Montreal Screwjob was on there, and they were talking about how, um, you know, who was in on it, and how uh, Earl Hebner thought he, you know, he couldn't get a job again, you know, because he was the ref in that match. He didn't know if he was going to be able to work again. He didn't because he didn't know if the wrestlers were going to trust him ever again. And it was um it was crazy to watch how that whole thing unfolded. I mean, they had interviews with Brett and Earl Hedner there, and a lot of a lot of people that were there. Um. So, I, I don't know if he if he never left WWF. I think it stayed the same. I, I think WWF might have actually been more successful. I mean, they won the Monday Night Wars eventually anyway. But if they were to hold on to Brett and hold on to Sean, like I said, Stone Cold was still popping. Undertaker was still um pretty much on the rise. Not not fully to the top, but he was up there. Then obviously you have Triple H and Rock. you know, if you just add Brett to the WWF, I think they win the Monday Night Wars just a little bit quicker than they already than they already did originally win them. So, you know, I don't think much would change except for the, the the more more of the, the delay for the younger guys like Triple H and the Rock My achy breaky heart um Okay, we got another tweet here Boop boop, boop. Remark Wrestling at Remark Wrestling, okay. He tweets me How did Seth Rollins get the chair he beat Brock with In Jeddah, Saudi Arabia Through customs and back to Raw Okay well Listen remark I really don't know uh, Maybe he flew on Vince's Private plane Or maybe he flew The Prince back Or maybe him and Brock flew back together on Brock's Private plane and maybe they both Hauled ass out of there After uh, you know, Seth's first opening match of the night f of a four four hour pay per view event so I really don't know remark wrestling um i I mean I would say he hopped on the private plane with vince went back to raw and uh and that was it he's wielding that chair you know that chair's been through a lot man he's wielding that chair pretty hefty and he's uh Beating up plenty of people with that chair, so I don't know how long that chair is actually gonna last. It might be in the WWE—not uh, the Hall of Fame, but you know that, that stuff where they keep all the old, the, like the old title belts and all that stuff. Storage—I think they have like a big ass storage unit somewhere. They have like all old title belts and attire, and I mean that chair might make it, man. That chair, that chair might be in it one day. But, um, all right guys gonna take a break. We got a few more questions to go through on this wrestling Wednesday, not covering on Smackdown because it sucks and I fucking refuse to not doing it, so I'll just answer questions see what everybody's how everybody's feeling on this uh, wrestling Wednesday and I'll be back in a bit <laughs> Alright we're back here talking more questions More comments and concerns I'm going through See everything Pro wrestling uh, At EPW show On twitter Tweets me out What are your thoughts on MLW's Jacob Fatu I know a little bit about Jacob Fatu I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you I don't sit there and watch every uh, MLW episode And stuff they do But I know know he's been in the news recently because he was the one, the fan, that ran through the barricade or uh, jumped over the barricade or came through the entrance or whatever he did. And Fatu pretty much nailed him, laid him out, and kind of roughed him up a little bit while he was on the ground. And uh, he was related to the Usos. Um, You know, I don't know how those Simones are related. They're uh, cousins or brothers or whatever they are. But, yeah... Uh, Fatu He's he's a big nasty son bitch I tell you that much You know he could work I, I think he could work For a bit You know A guy almost near uh, 270 280 pounds um, But I just know um, I just know recently He was in the news for doing that And that's You know you gotta watch That's what happens You know you guys think You know you get a couple beers in you And you You're fucking feeling good And you know you're like, ah, oh, I can fucking take that guy. He ain't so tough. Rez, this shit's fake. He ain't even hitting him. All right, well, you go across that barricade, and I guarantee you that shit gets real, real quick. We've seen it plenty of times. We've seen uh, Triple H beat the shit out of some guy, that, the guy that jumped on Austin. Um, I know Taz has talked about in the past him have to rough up fans. People like used to uh, snatch the towel off his head and do like stupid shit like that um i'm trying to think you don't see it as much now as uh today just because there's so much security and stuff um but obviously at an event at a show like mlw i mean they're not going to have the the high profile security like wwe you know would have or even probably even like a new japan or something even though new japan certain arenas they get really really close and stuff It uh You know, but I noticed they do have a good amount of security there as well. So, for MLW, I mean, the video, it didn't look like there was security anywhere on that video. The guy was kind of, like, thinking about it, debating it, and then he just kind of, like, walked in. It was, like, weird how it all happened. But, yeah, he got floored. He got got drilled. And the guy wasn't even, like, in shape. I mean, the guy was, like, out of shape. He was all fat and sloppy. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? I could see if you're one of those big, you know, uh, bodybuilder guys jacked up guys that think you could take them, you know, okay, cool, but, you know, it's always the guys that, like, have no business being in the ring, it's either, like, a little, a little nerd who, like, who, like, doesn't do anything, and he thinks he could wrestle because he just watches a bunch of wrestling, and, and, uh, you know, talks about it on Twitter and stuff, or it's, like, those really fat, sloppy guys who just sit and play Xbox all day, and, like, it's never, it's never, like, you never see, like, a big, jacked, like, ripped up dude, like, jumping the ring, it's always some, like, drunk, sloppy, fucking idiot just trying to get into the ring, would a I I mean, this, this fat two guy, I mean, he didn't even get into the ring, obviously, he just crossed the barricade to get, uh, you know, to get, like, to the ringside area, um, and this fat two guy, he ain't no, you know, he's, he's billed, I think, around 285, so I mean he's probably at least two fifty, two sixty. I mean he's a big sum bitch and he's a nasty Samoan dude. I mean you you know, he don't know what that guy has, if that guy has a gun or a knife or uh what that guy's on. If he's on some like hallucinate uh what's it called? Hallucinogen or fucking psychedelic fucking drug where he's seeing shit and you know, that guy don't know what he's on, so I don't blame him. I'd i I'd fly in his ass citrus in your seat. You know, or get your, you know, cross that barricade. You cross. I think even Usos tweeted something out. Well, that's what happens when, you know, you cross that line. You cross that line, dude. There ain't no going back. So, I mean, that's what happens, man. I mean, these guys, are you know, they don't think. You know, they think it's just some guy from MLW. He can't make it in WWE or he's not. Uh, you know, I'd never heard of this guy before, so he must suck. He don't, you know, he ain't shit. All right, well, there you go. Go watch the video on Twitter; it's pretty funny. I watched it a few times. Um, at wait a second. Okay, the Vault Studio Podcast Network. This—that's my friend from Australia. We've had on. I want to say two episodes ago, two or three episodes ago. Uh, we had him on talking about the Dallas cowboys um the Vault Studio podcast network at the Vault underscore studio on Twitter um uh, tweets me did anyone know what the rock was cooking now no, nobody knew what it was, but you could definitely smell it like it definitely had a uh distinct smell when the rock was cooking something up for you um but you never really knew what it what it was um I don't think anybody's really figured that out yet. Um, I would like to know But you know If you smelt it Then you're pretty much in for an ass whooping um, That's usually what it meant Because if If you smelt what The Rock was cooking that night You pretty much were Guaranteed to uh, Get a beat down On to Charlie At Charlie Pelk P-E-L-K On Twitter At Charlie Pelk, P E L K. He tweets me. Will at CM Punk show up in AEW? Even though he said he won't, Um, this is a hard one for me because I really don't know. Because you know, even if he said he, even if he says he won't, it's always obviously like if if he's showing up, he's not going to come out and say, "Oh, I'm showing up." So he's going to deny it either way. So that's why it's so hard to know. Um, I think they've definitely talked to him. They've definitely offered him some kind of contract with some kind of money. Some kind of big number on it. Seeing at uh, All Out is in Chicago. Um, And after All Out, they're really going to be kicking up for that, you know, promoting the new TV deal. Which by the time All Out happens is in... I think it's in late August. It's like August 31st. It's like literally like the last day of August. So, I would say, um, I, w- I would definitely say once they do that all out pay per view, it's probably it until they do, they start TV, because I think they're starting TV in October. So,. You know, CM Punk showing up would be huge. It would be a huge moment for wrestling. It would be a huge moment for AEW. It would have huge momentum for them uh, going into the TV deal in October. So, I'm just going to say yes just because I don't know what else he'd do. You know, the UFC thing didn't work out. I don't think he's ever going to go back to WWE. I really don't. Um, And I just... I'm just going to say yes just because why not? You know, it's just so perfect it's just lining up you know perfectly for them to pull it off um so i don't know i don't know why he wouldn't i don't i don't see him doing you know ufc commentary for the rest of his life which if he does he does it's great i mean he's great at it he could talk but you know i just think he he's so much better at professional wrestling um which i hope he still is i'm sure he still is You know, there is a thing known as ring rust. I mean, we've seen it happen to a lot of guys, you know. not saying CM Punk's not old by any, uh, you know, especially by wrestling standards. He could probably wrestle another 10 to 15 years. I mean, look at Jericho, you know. Jericho's been going on 25, 30 years, and he's still main eventing in Japan, and he's going to be the main event at All Out for the AEW title. So I think... You know, if you treat your body right, which CM Punk does, if you treat your body right and you condition yourself and you uh, improvise your game, I don't think you could lose professional wrestling. But, you know, he's obviously been training, you know, more mixed martial arts training, more UFC training. So he's still in shape. Um, But hopefully, just for the sake of me, I'm going to say yes because I just want him to. But if he doesn't show up, Would I be surprised? Not really. I mean, he just doesn't seem to want to do professional wrestling anymore from everything he's been saying. Um, So, let's see if we have any more here. Do, do, do. I know there was one more. Okay, here we go. Um, FBMMA Boxing at CJB9181 at CJB9181. Give follow. Tweet his ass out. Yeah, actually pretty good question here. Um, instead of Kofi drop, dropping the belt to Shane McMahon, why not just have a title match at SummerSlam versus Roman or Brock? If Shane wins, he has to drop it immediately to Roman. Makes more sense to me for a title change after a long Kofi reign at SummerSlam since that's momentum for SmackDown on Fox. Okay, so let start with the first part. Um, well, you don't want to put Kofi... You're saying, why not just have a title match at SummerSlam versus Roman or Brock? You don't want to put Kofi against Roman because then somebody has to boo somebody. And you don't want Kofi to get booed right now. And you don't want... They never want Roman to get booed. So that's not going to happen. And you don't put Kofi against Brock because Brock has the money in the bank. So if Brock... Now, if you're saying if Brock cashes in... Then okay Which um, I, w- I would say for the first Smackdown Honestly I, I think that's what they should do With the briefcase Is have uh, Brock cash in on the first Smackdown Because then I would be like Smackdown's on Fox And then it would be like a whole another wave of news Of Brock cash in and being the new champ And it would you know WWE would like own that Night they might own that week Just you know just from all the shit that goes along with premiering on Fox and all the stuff Fox is going to roll out for them and then you have a guy like Brock Lesnar cash in and become your champion, that would be like you know, WWE like memorial, memory forever it would be like one of those moments that um, they they replay on the network and on DVDs and stuff so I think that's what I would do I wouldn't have a straight up match with Kofi and Brock um, I think Kofi dropping the belt to Shane. I still don't see it happening. A lot of people are saying it's going to happen. I just don't see it happening. I really I really just don't. I mean, they haven't even started a Kofi and Shane rivalry. Shane's still kind of just hanging out. Now Drew's fighting Roman, and he's still kind of hanging out. Um, you know, they got Kofi and Dolph, and then Kevin Owens is always saying he's going to be the next one to take out Kofi. So I don't know if they're going to get Kevin Owens back involved um, You know I do agree with you that if Shane wins He does have to drop it immediately to Roman But that's what they want They want to get that belt If this is what they're doing Which I don't think they are But if this is what they're doing They want to get that belt on Shane So then we're forced to cheer for Roman to win So when Roman faces him we're forced to cheer for Roman. That's just, that's all they want in the end is for people to cheer Roman Reigns. So, you know, if it works, it works. Um, but I just don't see them. I just don't see Shane winning the bell because him and Kofi really haven't even done anything yet. So to get them ready for SummerSlam, I mean, they could do it after Stomping Grounds, but I just I just don't really see it. I mean, we'll see where they go. Obviously, after Stomping Grounds with the build and all that stuff. But hopefully they go another direction. Um, Alright, guys, that's all the questions for today. I want to thank everybody who listened. I um, want to say go follow at OT Heroics. Let me make sure I get this right. Because I know it's Overtime Heroics. Um, what you call it? It's OvertimeHeroics.com. The website, the forum, go on there, chat about sports, chat about WWE, chat about everything. Go listen to all of our podcasts. Like I said, my podcast in the football section because um, I do football twice a week. I only do I usually only do WWE once a week, so I so said go ahead and put it in the football section. Um, OvertimeHeroics.com. Go follow at at OTHeroics1 at OT. A Rolex one. Go give them a follow. They're great. They have uh, betting. All sports. All podcasts. All kinds of stuff they post up there. Polls. uh, Articles. Questions. All kinds of stuff they put up there guys. So if you are a sports fan. Which I know most of you are. Go follow them. Um, Just give them a follow. See what happens. Um, Also of course go follow me. At Wyman Podcast. One on Twitter. At Wyman Podcast. On Instagram at Wyman Podcast one on Twitter Um, you can find me on any one either one usually at any time Um, you know I'm always up I'm always awake out and about on the social media scrolling so um, just always send me any kind of questions comments share the show Um, I'll get to your questions and comments on the podcast that it relates to whether it be NFL NBA uh, wrestling you know I always love that stuff So just keep it coming. Thanks for listening and support. And I'll catch you guys probably Friday for uh, NFL schedule preview.